Hey everyone, welcome to Meat Sports Alcohol for Tuesday, July 13th. Uh, we have a new um, recording schedule here now that um, we actually do stuff on the weekends and we don't want to record on the weekends anymore. So we're going to be recording on Mondays, new episodes coming out Tuesdays. Uh, and you're hearing that one here for the first time on our new Tuesday schedule. So here we go. Fucking genius move on yeah. our part. I yeah. mean, really minor change, but massive difference. Massive football yeah. season, dude. Oh yeah. my god, I, I was not... having panic attacks. Me too. I was gonna have to skip watching football. I was. I was already interviewing body doubles to just take over for me backups. Like yeah. a new person to just do it for me on Sundays, so I could just watch football all day and not have to worry about it. Well, you know, that'd be pretty easy because I also want to mention this for the people that are just listening. You now have white hair. We're it's just true. taking turns. As soon as I lose my white, you go white. Yeah. Uh, maintaining the status quo of white haired people on the show. Yeah, we need to. I mean, it's actually so it's in our contract, in our um, uh, licensing deal that 50% of the meat sports alcohol podcast has to have bleached hair at any given moment in time. So this is really more of a contractual. <laughs> it's a stipulation of our contract. Yeah. Our little yeah. face things that are on the logo. We're just yeah. taking turns looking like each one of them. The other one, because yeah. our hair color just changes between each. It's like totally ambiguous. Who's who. Yeah. Yeah. Minus Which is kind color. of fun. Yeah. All right. Well, on today's show, we had Jesse O on. He's a play-by-play sports broadcaster, uh, and we just talked some baseball with him. He's super knowledgeable and just, like, great sports talker. Mm-hmm. He picked a good career choice because he mm-hmm. does it well. Does it well. I think that's a name you're going to want to keep an eye out for. Yeah, and that's Jesse O O U G H. Not many people know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so we had an awesome talk with him, uh, talked some baseball, and then uh, we did a little – home run derby preview with him and then afterwards uh jmo and i do some home run derby recap uh talk pete alonzo show Otani's disappointment um and kid getting else. drills in the outfield getting kid tearing their acl in the outfield yep um and then uh we do a little bit of nba finals preview uh, including start a new campaign to send JMO to the NBA Finals. We created a sick parlay that if it hits, JMO's coming to the finals. I have, I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. Yeah. I'm yeah. like a kid on Christmas Eve. <laughs> I just won't be able to sleep because if the Hanshin Tigers, the Saitama Cebu Lions, and the rest of the bunch come through for me, I'm not going to say all the names. <laughs> come through for me um going to the nba finals but we have an awesome show lined up all right take it away chat we now welcome on Jesse O, a play-by-play sports broadcaster with CBS, including CBS Sports Radio and NHS. He was also the coach of the East Bay Cyclones baseball team from 2016 to 2020, something like that. And my former co-worker with CalX 90.7 FM, where we were uh not paid workers but co-volunteers maybe so it's nice to talk to you again jesse how's it going it's going well dude i was literally just thinking about that we were we used to sit in the studio every day you know every tuesday we had these meetings jamo i don't know if you remember this but every tuesday we'd have these department head meetings i was a sports director you were the news director and i think we would sometimes make eye contact with each other and be like we're prone for big bigger and better things and you know for me, I guess it was moving um, 2,800 miles away from California. And for you, it was uh, your love for meat, sports, and alcohol. Yeah, I don't and, know why. And, I was none the... of the, and not a specific order there. 
You, you were head of the sports department, which makes perfect sense. I was head of the news department. I don't know why I wasn't head of the meat and alcohol departments. Makes so makes little sense. I, I'm sure Sandra might have vetoed that if you brought that up. So I'm glad you did in it. Yeah, I mean, I would have so. I would have tagged along. You needed a co-director. You had the right guy next to you. So I don't know why you didn't bring it up. You should have. I should have. I should have taken the life. chance. Well, how is it? I want to ask, like, you are now working professionally in the sports broadcasting business. Dylan and I have our dumb sports podcast, an even dumber name. But what's it like? <laughs> How's the post-grad sports broadcasting life like? It's actually really fun. It's a lot more fun than I thought it would be. Um, I wanted to move down to the South just because there's a lot of not necessarily money in sports down here, but the culture behind sports is a little bit different. I wanted to understand why high school football was as big as it was. I wanted to see actual college football games and what the magnitude of those could be. Obviously at Cal, you know, we all had a good time, you know, game day and whatnot, but the SEC, that's a different beast, man. It is crazy. The games down here and people do the same thing for high school football games as well. So the cool thing for me about moving down here was I actually now do the high school football game of the week in the fall um, on NFHS. Um, and then Saturdays I do college football on either CBS sports radio or 96, nine, um, the fan, or, you know, one of these local sports radio stations as well. So I kind of get to bounce between a lot of, uh, football. And now I'm actually doing some G league basketball games as well as minor league basketball games for the Florida basketball association. So, that's a lot of fun as well. So it's a lot of sports in my life. And the cool thing is, is that Mondays, I literally don't do anything. I sit at home. I like watch my, some of my clips. I hang out, maybe drink some tequila as a nightcap. <laughs> it's good. It's really awesome. So an I'm, episode of me sports yes. alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe make some chicken later. There's your meat. Fine. Gotcha. So I'm doing all the things on Mondays, um, except for broadcasts, which is actually really nice, but a lot of more strain on my voice. I found that, um, cough drops are the way to go and that broadcasters take a lot of cough drops and fun fact. Um, and this is what Ted Robinson taught me, um, who is the, he's one of the 49ers former, um, radio play-by-play guys is take a shot of olive oil before you do a broadcast. My dad and Ted Robinson both said that to me. And so, um, I do that literally before every time I broadcast and it sucks every time. <laughs> that you, so awesome. that's, that's to like, make sure your voice is like smoother. Yeah. It's, it's, it's to make my, sure my voice is smoother. It makes it a little bit deeper somehow. Um, I, need which I think makes me sound better. Yeah. Um, Cause you know, out here being 23 and all you need your voice to sound as low as possible. Well, did you do it before this podcast? Because your voice sounds great right now. What no, actually, I did nothing. I just really? I've been drinking water all day. I have done nothing um, Jay, except for throwing this California hat that I'm wearing right now. Go, Go Bears. Bears, baby. Go Bears. Yeah. Jamo, maybe we should do that before we record. So I've been taking me. shots of olive oil. I didn't even know I did that. <laughs> I've just been taking shots of He's olive oil. He's been taking shots of something else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just take a bunch of shots of olive oil, scream. It's coming to Rome. That's what you got to do. Uh, how does, uh, like, you were mentioning how big high school sports, and we are going to talk baseball. We want to talk MLB, home run derby, all-star game. But uh, I just wanted to ask, you mentioned how, like, big high school sports are down there. How would you say, like, a really important, maybe playoff high school football game in the South compares to, like, one of the more important electric Cal? Cal baseball games while we were there, like in terms of intensity. Oh, it was, it, it was easily bigger than any Cal baseball game. Um, and not to shade any of the Cal baseball team, they were awesome and they made it, um, to the playoffs every year and they got to go to Arkansas. Um, I think our senior year, Jameson, but, um, pretty good. Yeah. But I will say, uh, one of the playoff games I called, it was right in downtown Orlando. Um, it was like this school Edgewater versus Mitchell or something, which was, it, it was for the whole region. And I, I'm not even kidding. Like 10,000 people were there. It was absurd. And so I'm in the press box looking out over all these people, like people actually do this stuff on Friday nights. Cause in, in, in Northern California, high school football was big, but it wasn't, 
you know, anything ridiculous, like something 10,000 people would show up for. And actually I learned that Edgewater, that high school has the Guinness book of world records for the highest attended high school football game ever. And it's what? like 26,000 people and they filled up camping world stadium in downtown Orlando for that. So Holy shit. Um, and Cal baseball's highest attendance game is actually 26 people. <laughs> lost it by a wide margin. Well, <laughs> just times that by a couple Sorry, thousand and there you go. Go bears. Um, we love the bears, man. <laughs> all right. We definitely got into baseball, but one last thing, my only yeah. appearance on a sports show while we were at Cal X together, you were the sports department head. And this guy who's really into baseball and all Cal sports was hosting Bear Talk, which was like the weekly sports show on our radio station. And the whole time I just kept making obnoxious jokes, asking like if Cal had a baseball team, like all this stuff. And he got so mad at me. He muted all our microphones in the middle of the broadcast, yelled at me and told me to get out of the room. And I never <laughs> had another sports thing. Not saying it's your fault because it happened under your watch. But that was my one and only appearance for <laughs> But I wasn't there. Sports. No, you weren't there. I think you would have supported me. I, I 100% would have backed you up and even probably yes-anded all of your ideas. <laughs> all right. Well, this is my chance to redeem myself then. Oh, We're talking no. baseball on a podcast. Mm. Um, all right. Where do we want to start with baseball? My first question, is this season actually... No, you go. All right. Do you want to go ahead? Baseball no, you question? Go. You go, you go, you go. All right. Is this season sick? It kind of seems like this season is like the most sick baseball season in recent years. And why is it so much more fun? I would say yes and no. And here's why is because a lot of the young guys are kind of taking over the show. Like, you know, and to piggyback off that show, Hey Otani, he's so much fun to watch, even though the MLB kind of, you know, sucks him dry to say the least it's, he's really fun to watch. Obviously, Ronald Acuna Jr. just got hurt, um, which kind of sucks. But a lot of pitching uh, has been really fun to watch this year, mainly because I was never a big fan of, you know, the juicing the balls and then having like an infinite amount of home runs in a year. That just never really interested me. I like to see old-fashioned pitching duels as well, and maybe that's because when I was growing up, I was a catcher, so I was very defense-oriented. Uh, you know, mentally. Um, but I like watching old fashioned pitchers duel like Kevin Gossman. Like, I don't know where this guy came from for my San Francisco Giants, but he's so much fun to watch. I literally saw him like a week and a half ago, just shove. And it was awesome. And uh, I, but the contrary to that was that I hate how much they're checking these pitchers after literally every single inning for, foreign and illegal substances like yes okay there are some guys we should be checking but it only we should only be checking the guys who have higher spin rates on either their fastballs or curveballs sliders than they normally did because that's something we can track now is spin rate so i think that is insanely dumb um but at the same time you know there are guys who have said like oh they're just not going to check us i'm just going to put some stuff on the brim of my hat or something and i'm going to increase the spin on my ball and mainly that's a hit on Trevor Bauer, who, you know, I could probably talk about for a couple of days, but we probably shouldn't yet. So I'll, I'll leave yeah. that one there for the audience to ponder. Yeah, we'll keep those one Trevor Bauer questions yeah. to a minimum. For All right, awesome. Yeah. I mean, we could shit on Garrett Cole if you want. We don't that's have to shit yeah. on Garrett Cole. Yeah, we, we can shit on Garrett Cole if you want. No, we really don't have to because he pitched nine <laughs> innings against the Astros and went scoreless. So he's obviously not using sticky stuff. So we could just let that. I'm a huge Yankees fan. I should mention Jesse. So, Well, okay. I was actually looking this up earlier. Garrett Cole is sixth in war this season, which I did not realize wins above replacement. Um, but you know what? Thank you, thank you for two. saying what war is because I, I – Okay, well, never what's remember. my replacement? There we go. I got you. But number two is Kevin Gossman. So I'm still on top of you in that realm. Go Giants. Yankees suck. All right. What you got for me? Um, speaking of uh, teams that we like uh, and speaking of Cal baseball, um, right. when, you were, when you were at Cal, did you pay attention much? I'm a White Sox fan. So were you on the Andrew Vaughn train? Have you seen this coming? Because he started out a little slow this year, but he's been – absolutely mashing for us like recently and i really wish i paid more attention to him when 
I went to the same school as him, but uh, <laughs> I did. The didn't. old Morikawa situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Colin Morikawa situation. Oh, yeah. Well, Colin's awesome also. I got to talk to him a few times. But Andrew Vaughn also, just the amount of power he can generate through his legs and his – the rate – I think what they've gotten him to do is just get his bat speed through the zone faster, which has helped him immensely. And now everyone's talking about launch angle. Um, and that's something they're teaching as you start getting into the minor leagues and working your way up through the farm systems is your launch angle, how fast you can get your bat through the zone, keep it in this like a flat plane. And then how fast uh, your bat whips out of the zone, which creates your launch angle and your launch angle pretty much. They, they want people to hit more home runs these days and home runs are actually equating to wins based on the, all the statistics they have for the sport now. So Andrew Vaughn has somehow put it together even more than he did in college. And now he's hitting a lot of dingers, which is really fun to see. And I hope, you know, at some point in the next few years, we'll get to see him um, play for your Chicago White Sox very soon. Why are you a Chicago White Sox fan? I mean, I'm from Montana, so there's no real rhyme or reason, but I, my dad's from Chicago um i went to the 2006 uh alds when we beat the angels and i became a fan after that um but all of my fandom just comes from like who i liked when i was like nine years old and i've just stuck with it then so white Sox. and jmo i i feel like i shouldn't ask this but why yankees originally from new york lived there for the first oh. like seven years of my life okay so i guess that's yankees. fair uh, real quick, I wanted to go back to something you said, because you said yeah. that you were annoyed by how often these ums keep checking for substances on the pitchers. Yeah. Dylan and I actually solved this issue on a podcast a couple weeks back. So have you seen the couple pitchers this year vomit while on the mound? It was Bo Burrows <laughs> on the Tigers and Dylan Bundy when they played the Yankees. Yeah. <laughs> Here's our pitch. You can use sticky stuff if it's vomit. Or let's just generalize any bodily excretions. Yeah, you can use those as substances. Okay. Yeah. So let's say someone starts crying on the mound. Perfect mm-hmm. example. Perfect example. So they a can, tear ball. They can grab the tear ball. Mucus, that actually might be one of the best. I think mucus could get you. I feel like mucus, mucus has got to be a performing enhancing drug. If you and, and imagine if someone's got a big nose. You can fit a lot up there, man. Mm -hmm. It doesn't Mm -hmm. just have to be mucus. I think that anything out of the nose should be a no-go. Okay. Okay. Dip spit. (laughs) Throw in a lipper. Go up to the mound. There you go. That's okay. Anything anything that's perfectly fine. Puke, shit, piss, tears, (laughs) no mucus. What about earwax? I feel like that 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 could get some spin. That might be the best. You could get some heavy 12-6 rotation on that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) I think Garrett Cole is actually doing this. He, this, like, since the band, he, like, scrapes the side of his head for sweat like a maniac. I I don't know. I didn't pay attention to him on the Astros. I don't know when he played against the Yankees. But he really is, like, trying to absorb sweat from his face to put on the ball. And uh, it's pretty obvious, I feel like. I mean, th- I mean that's fair, though. But, at th- I mean, at the same time, if you can't get anything else to get of him a grip, because obviously they have that uh, chalk block behind the mound in every single game, which you're allowed to use. But, I mean, they're just going to kind of exploit this body thing until, you know, someone comes up with a rule about it. Like, oh, no touching of the hair or face. Why does someone hide vomiting. something in their hair? Hold yeah. up. Well, There's an idea. Put some, like... Just hair gel hair in gel before, in. yeah, before yeah. before a game. Put some hair gel in. Put some your cap noose. on. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking more leaving conditioner, but honestly, right. spider tack would be probably a great hold. <laughs> you could, if I use that, it, my hair would never, it would never flop around. I could just get my perfect. I think I might just start using spider tack as hair gel. To be <laughs> Not a bad move. I would. I would. I'm curious hold. to see if at that point, like someone would put like pine tar. Yeah. In their hair, you know, <laughs> really slick back look. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, that, that would be a little bit disgusting and maybe you wouldn't <laughs> be able to get that out of your hair for the next couple of weeks, but Hey, at least at that point, it lasts through like five starts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's an idea. All right. So we fixed this issue for baseball. <laughs> You're welcome. I have a new, I have a new issue with baseball and Jamo, I'm sure you'll back me up on this as an Astro hater. Yeah. Um, how, 
how much well first of all how much do you fucking hate the astros and the fact that they're good still and how much do you hate all of their fucking shenanigans like pulling off the Pretending to like, tiny tattoo, his tiny I know. Kid that's why he, that's why he didn't take off his shirt, but now he has no issue taking off his shirt to make fun of the fact that they cheated. I ugh. the floor Jesse, is you know what? Take this question. The floor off. is Let yours. <laughs> How much do you hate the Astros? Go. <laughs> I mean, I saw the other day that um somebody mashed a home run against the Yankees, and he that like checked like his us. shirt walking yeah. into home plate. Yeah. Oh man, that must have hurt JMO. But it's that so must annoying. have hurt. <laughs> you can't, you can't like pretend to be the like victims and that you're wrongly accused and all this stuff, but then also like like make fun of the fact that you were cheating. Like it's so stupid. Like Altuve didn't take his shirt off potentially because they were cheating, and then they make fun of that. Like, but then on the flip side, they say like we were wrongly accused. It's just annoying. I hate the Astros. I can't stand the Astros. I think there's nothing bad enough that you could do to the Astros. Like there's and no punishment. Any- I think I, I you know. can't think of something that doesn't match like how bad what they did was. The I do that think the, the MLB seriously mishandled that. Um, the more diplomatic but at the same way of time, it. it's like, you know, they should have probably caught them earlier, right? Like you can go back and just hear the trash can the just thing. bop bop like way earlier um in in the postseason so you know that's all on those them. players all those players got off without any real punishment and now they get to just be good it just seems like there's no karmic justice that they're well, now good if, like, if it makes you feel better i just put 20 bucks on the yankees to win the world series okay so <laughs> if you want revenge just ride with me just ride with me. Yanks all right. Series. Also, the fact that they're all opting out of the All-Star game because they know that they're just going to get booed. It's just they're so lame at every turn. Like, they embrace being the villain, but they also pretend that they're underdogs. And then they hide from getting booed. But then when they're at home, they don't, they don't have any issue, like, making fun of it. I just – I'm sick of it. Anyways <laughs> – you you really are not an Astros. Astros guy, huh? Are you going to go to a game and bring a trash can with you and just I'm down. start clacking it? I also just know that the White Sox are going to play the Astros in the first round and just get yep. our asses handed to them. I, like I, it's it's happening, and I just hate thinking about that. That's how our first really good season, really good full season in 15 years is going to end. But well, Dylan, actually, I, I I'm going to flip the script on this one real quick. Let me okay. ask you a question. Sure. Tony La Russa, what are oh. our opinions of Tony La Russa? Look, okay. I didn't like the hire. I think that he's an old man who should not have a job anymore. And I think, I think that, but I can't argue with the fact that we we have an eight game lead uh, in our division and we have had a million injuries and somehow our players that keep coming up are doing really well. Like, I mean, like Billy Hamilton, Goodwin, like all these guys have just come out of nowhere and been really productive for us. And I think, I, I mean, I don't even know how much a manager has to do with it. I don't know if like, we just have insane talent and insane depth and we're winning in spite of him, or if he actually knows something that we don't, uh, as a person, I can't say I love the guy or I love the hire, but I also can't argue with the fact that we're in first place, despite like five of our starters being out for months at a time. So that's my take. Perfect. I was just curious in, in just the great I mean, scheme of your things. Take? <laughs> Okay, well, first off, just I, I, can he just hire a driver number one to drive him around? That's, That's the first one. Or just get an Uber. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's a good one as well. Number two, I do think he actually still is a very good coach. Um, I think he is more of an older style coach. Oh, yeah. I think he is not with the current everybody. make baseball fun again movement by any means. Because come on. Swing at a 3-0 pitch, it's kind of funny. Oh, like if see, you if you oh, no, Jack the, went out on three and zero, that's kind of cool. 
the Mercedes thing that that was a bummer. I that was awesome. He, <laughs> he he hit it like it was like beer league softball. Like he just just absolutely dinged it. But also, I mean, since then he's gone. I mean, I don't know if like Tony Larusa just totally took away your means confidence, but like he's down in AAA now, so. I don't really know if there was like a cause and effect there, but if that had any influence in it, that's a huge bummer because Yermin was super fun and super confident. And then after that, he kind of just fell apart. So I agree. He's not very fun, but our all of our players are very fun and we're winning. So I can't complain too much. Sounds like you're more just happy about that you're winning. I know. I can't complain. Like, I can't. Like, even if we're winning, like, in spite of his oldness and his incompetence, like, I, how mad can I really be? Sometimes he forgets the rules in extra innings, and sometimes he keeps our starters in after they pitched 120 pitches. But, you know, we have an eight-game lead in the division, so how, how mad can I really be? I feel like Jamo's kind of just sitting here, like, yep, Dylan's saying all this stuff. And then we're going <laughs> to no, see him in the first round. Garrett <laughs> Cole's going to go nine innings. Honestly, what you I'm thinking. You seem so calm, man. What, what I'm thinking about is how I felt when you were all excited about the White Sox. I hear myself two years ago or three or four years ago with the Yankees. Mm-hmm. Next man up, young guys. It's so fun. And I'm just like fucking enjoy it like, <laughs> just love it it's so fun before it sucks and everyone sucks and you don't know who to blame because your entire team you're in fourth place in the al east and you suck that's all i'm thinking anyway yeah i have a well, baseball I'll, i'm gonna enjoy it for now anyway enjoy it enjoy <laughs> it uh here's a baseball question how are the angels not better and how have they not been better forever when they have a superhero on their team and the last superhero, Mike Trout. How has that happened? All of their other pitching. It, it, they, they, they at one point committed to a couple of guys that were just mediocre, middle-of-the-road pitchers. They never really committed to an actual rebuild or building around Mike Trout. They were just like, oh, okay, we're going to sign this guy, Shohei Otani, who also might be the second coming of Jesus. I, yeah. I, I thought you were going to say Babe Ruth, and I was about to be like, I think you should go further, but you went further. And I Oh, no, I'm, I'm all <laughs> yeah. the way, baby. I'm all yeah. in. Um, but they never committed to actually, like, you know, building uh, an actual roster around Mike Trout because now what it's showing is your best hitter is a lot of the time going to be your two-hitter in baseball, but they never really got a three-hitter. They signed Albert Pujols to this long-ass contract, and – uh don't get me wrong. I am the biggest Albert Pujols fan in the world, but um, signing a guy who was coming off, you know, um, some pretty awesome years with the Cardinals, but you can't really sign him to more than 10 years because that's not how baseball works. But then they signed him to a bunch of, they gave him a bunch of money. So now you have less money to pay other guys around him. And yeah, they had guys like um, Justin Upton um, around and everything, but they never really committed to an actual rebuild um, around a young guy who was coming in, Mike Trout. And everyone knew he was going to be good. It wasn't like, you know, it was going to be a surprise. Oh, like, wow, this guy is good. No, we all knew because of that one futures game that he played in that he was eventually going to be the best player in the MLB by far. Um, And he is. But they never committed to that rebuild. Um, and pitching, pitching is now everything as we're seeing this year. Like, you know, Kevin Gossman, Zach Wheeler, um, who has, he's got the best war statistic in Major League Baseball right now. Like, guy, and Garrett Cole, there you go. A guy for you, Jameson, like guys like that who can Thank come you. in and just throw seven innings and give up less than two runs and keep. Their walks, hits, innings pitched low um, around one. It's guys like that that the Angels need to bring in or draft, and they just haven't. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's my reasoning on why they have not been good. Well, it's a, and it's also a weird position to be at, like, they're fourth in their division. And, like, 
reasonably they should be sellers at the deadline, but like how much more of Mike Trout's prime are you going to waste on like, are you now going to commit to a rebuild and then get like Mike Trout on the like back end of his part? Like, it just doesn't really make sense. It's like an awkward position, but it's like you have the two best players in baseball. You should build around them. You should take advantage of it. It just, I don't know. Baseball's weird. I think you are absolutely correct. And I'll add on to that and say, maybe Shohei Otani is your new guy. And at the same time, like you're really going to waste Mike Trout's prime on this terrible team. Like what, whose idea is this to just not surround this guy with good players at at, at a certain point, you got to give the man a chance to go win a world series. He's not going to get that with the angels. Not as, not as long as the Astros are good. Not as long as the A's are going to keep smashing. A's a team. That's the team that's, you know, figured out, you know, the secret to winning games. Don't pay guys, but just pay guys enough that hit home runs and pitch well. Math. And you can, and you can literally make the wild card game every year and lose. Yep. So (laughs) you can be consistently above average. There you go. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that was a lot of baseball knowledge that Dylan and I, I feel like don't have. And made fun of as early in the podcast, one of our first episodes, was saying people who know stuff about baseball is impressive but crazy. But look at you, you just went crazy. While we have your baseball knowledge, I wanted to hit you with a couple props. We're recording this at 8 o'clock on Monday, Eastern time, and we still have the All-Star game and Home Run Derby and everything. Uh, and I just wanted to get your take. First prop, Home Run Derby, longest home run. 520 and a half yards. Shohei Otani is competing. Feet, sorry, feet. <laughs> no, fuck it. Yards. Yards. Shohei Otani oh is in Denver. <laughs> Why would um, my question is what is there a number that is too big to prevent me from betting the over? No. Course right? field, the ball yeah, like the ball flies explodes out of the ballpark. You know, Nolan Arenado used to just hit these moonshots and it seemed they seem to never come down. So the answer, yes, bet the over. Whatever it is, feet, yards, one hundred percent. Me down send for five hundred twenty yards. yards. Yes, That's awesome. to the moon and back. Well, I will take that ten times out of ten. <laughs> I just keep teasing it by five hundred feet increments until it gets to five hundred yards. Okay, second one, first round of the home run derby: Salvador Perez versus Pete Alonso. I know Pete Alonso won the home run derby and I don't really know who Salvador Perez is. So I should take Pete Alonso minus 225, right? Absolutely. Um, Salvador Perez uh, is a catcher on the Royals. Um, yeah. in the Kansas city Royals, he did win a super or not. Well, I was going to say super bowl, super bowl. Wow. Yeah. Sports you want to on the mind right now, I guess <laughs> he has won a world series with the Kansas city Royals. Um, but he's a catcher. Why would you, everything a catcher could win in any round. Jamo, I'm surprised you haven't been Derby. watching a bunch of Royals games. It seems like it's right up your alley. COVID. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fantastic. Kansas City Royals viewing experience. <laughs> um, okay, and then Shohei Otani. He's like plus 210 or something to win. Shouldn't he be like minus 1,000? I don't know. I like Olsen for the Oakland A's. He's got like, so remember earlier when I was talking about launch angle, he's got that down to a T. You should see some of the home runs he hits there are clobbered. So Hmm. I think he has the power to do it and enough strength to keep momentum and just keep mashing them out of the park because it's, it's not just, strength it's the agility and the ability to kind of continue hitting balls out of the park for a while it takes a toll on your body but Olsen's a big strong first baseman so maybe that's a guy to think about Gallo Gallo has also hit 13 or 11 home runs in his last 13 games so I'm all about Uncle Mo he's heading in with a lot of momentum so well maybe he's burnt out Mm. 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 No one's talking about that. He's hitting too many home runs. 
You'll be tired. The, yeah, for the home run derby, you'll be tired. All right, sweet. Well, I'm going to put $100 on each of those. And if I lose, <laughs> oh, I'm incredibly angry at you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, everyone listening to this podcast, root for me <laughs> or be scared for Jesse. No, I'm just kidding. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> uh, Dylan, anything else before we wrap up? Um, well, so I we're recording this right before the home run derby, but obviously it's going to be um, posted after the home run derby. So Jesse, do you have any very hot, hot takes that we can listen back to and see how right or wrong you were? Or you can also do one for the all-star game tomorrow night and see how right or wrong you are on Wednesday morning. Okay. We're going to go the all-star game. Okay. Um, and my guess is that Max Scherzer gives up two home runs in the first inning. Whoa. Yep. <laughs> Both wow. two relief pitchers that got called up. <laughs> Both to their the first game. <laughs> they sub out <laughs> all the actual all stars and put in some uh, recently called relief up pitchers. relief pitchers. Yep. yep. Just yep. gets murked. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I, no, well, also the thing, well, so Scherzer the other day, he was pitching again. I was in San Diego and so the Dodgers, or not the, the Padres game was on and Scherzer gave up like, six runs in an inning and i was like that's not the guy i know so that's he's coming off that start and he's facing a lot better um hitters in the all-star game too so i'm thinking a couple of dingers yep lock it in yep all right well jesse thanks for joining us really appreciate the time it was nice catching up and uh glad you're doing so well with the sports broadcasting and everything represent calax Yes, sir. And it's so good to see you guys. I would I would love to talk to you guys more whenever you guys want. So just let me know. And also the podcast is awesome. I've listened to some episodes and you guys are sounding really, really well. So I applaud you guys that. on that. It's really, it's really funny. So keep well, it going. We, uh, we'd be happy to bring you on to uh, make us sound smarter when it comes to baseball. Uh, <laughs> anytime someone. I'm can... also happy to talk any sport whenever I you mean, want. So anytime someone bring up war off the top of their head. Like, we haven't done that. That's for sure. <laughs> no. I was a math Before, major, so it's like, you for? know, the numbers are kind of fun yeah, as long as you okay. understand what they mean, which, you know, a lot of times people don't. So it's fun to bring the numbers into it and just kind of float those around a little bit. Well, all we right. appreciate we appreciate all your insight. Uh, and let's go watch some dingers. Let's go watch some dingers. All right. We're now going to talk some NBA finals. Uh, but first... You just heard us give our predictions for the home run derby. We just watched it and I fucking killed it. Pete Alonzo was a lock. I didn't actually bet on him because I'm a loser, but he is a monster. You should have. You should have. And everyone. I should have because I would have won money, but then I also would have had to root for him. And mm-hmm. he is the biggest loser on the planet. <laughs> oh my God. I can't stand him. Every yeah. second of him. Although, to be honest, the moment you knew you knew it was over when they went to him and all the other guys were just like hanging out, having fun. And he was just like sitting in the, in the cages, just like meditating. Like, dude, like this is his life. (laughs) Shohei was doing the same thing. He was all alone in the dugout, but he fucking sucked. Didn't work Um, for Shohei. Dude, when they went to him the first time, when he went and sat by the announcers and was like, just kept saying, this is so special. This is my thing. This is all I care about. That combined with them just saying 500 times that he only makes $600,000 a year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God, how many times did they say that? I swear. It's crazy <laughs> that he makes more in the home run derby than he does in his salary. Yeah. 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 Was- but, I mean, also the, like, <laughs> the... Um, the dorky dude from Tampa, Florida being like, yeah, I got some mob deep and Nas to, you know, represent for my city. It's like, dude, come on. Dude. He looks like my dad dancing at a wedding after oh, yeah. like two gin and tonics, just like his head mm. bouncing. And they're like, mm. oh, look at the swagger. Like he's in it. Like he looks uncomfortable. I know. At one point, at one point they were like, they were like, 
oh man, he looks like he's at a club right now. And it's like, yeah, the shittiest club of all time. Yeah, it's 18 of, plus club. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's drinking some ginger ale. Yeah. He's like a fucking weirdo. Uh, also, also, I think we can say confidently that Pete Alonzo supports cancer. Doesn't like cancer survivors. Beat Trey Mancini in the last round. The hot take. Ruined that story. And like ruined him with it like didn't even beat him like classily like just absolutely mauled him that last yeah. minute round it was like take yeah, it he, easy man when he just went six straight homers to win that was it was pretty awesome though i gotta be honest it was awesome it was, was clinical like dude was just <laughs> chopping wood out there and every single one was just a 500 foot just dinger uh, also hilarious. Also hilarious was when there was like the delay after after the first round ended before the bonus, and you didn't really know why. And then they just panned out to one of the ball shaggers who's just like getting helped off the field. Some like fourteen year old kid who just like tore their ACL, <laughs> and they go back to Pete Alonzo, and he's just like, "Yeah," and they're like, "They're like, well, he's gonna have to do his best to figure out how to." Uh, stay stay calm here you know with this extra delay it's just like some kid just broke their leg the announcers gave no fucks that no. this kid just like tore his acl they no. literally could not have cared less so like hope it doesn't throw pete alonso off his game it's like <laughs> well what about the kid who's gonna grow up with a limp <laughs> yeah man this is really tough for pete alonso <laughs> so bad get that stupid kid out of here (laughs) those announcers i thought were terrible i thought yeah it was still pretty lit though i Uh, yeah i enjoyed it Uh, you want to talk nba finals let's do it all right so we got to preface this by saying we're doing some uh boots on the ground journalism here sending you to phoenix on the company card on the company card yep it was uh all expenses paid trip we spared Spared no expense flying me down there uh, for game five. So I will be in Phoenix for game five with super fan, friend of the show, Carson, and our intern, Jordan. Both uh, both both people who have been on the ground or on the show. So it's going to be electric. Oh, my God. I am so jealous that you're going to yeah. be at that game. This yeah. series. So we just got to root for Phoenix in five, right? So Phoenix and five is it. I I am pulling so hard for the Suns in in Game Four so we can have an opportunity to close out at home, and I'm saying we like I'm a Suns fan because I'm a Suns fan now. Like, <laughs> all right, I was at the airport on my birthday, and my flight got delayed like seven hours. So I was at the airport. I was at an airport bar at like four p.m. Mm-hmm. and my flight didn't leave till one a.m. While the game three, game two, game three was on. Game no, two. Fuck. Game, game two. two. Game two. Sorry, I was drunk at the airport. <laughs> yeah. Every single person that came up and sat next to me, which was 500 people, because I was at the airport bar for, for six seven hours. hours. Yeah. Uh, every single person was rooting for the Suns. It was oh, yeah. crazy. I was in Denver. Yeah. Everyone is rooting for the Suns. I think we can all agree. Fuck Milwaukee. Everyone, fuck Milwaukee. Yeah. Also, when... <laughs> They've been the the NBA Finals production like their their whole shtick this season is show the fans in 8K. Uh, I don't know if yeah. you noticed, and the Phoenix fans are so much better than the Bucks fans. They show the Bucks fans, and it's just a bunch of just fat Midwesterners just kind of sitting there, you know, cheering. And then they show the Phoenix guys, and there's like some forty year old dude with like every color shirt you could imagine like rolling tits that one surfer guy with the bleach blonde hair like yeah so on electric. ketamine the guys yeah, dude. On ketamine. Dude, it's so electric in phoenix <laughs> i know the milwaukee fans are bad i actually wrote down a few things for you to keep in mind to do or not do while you're in phoenix just some yeah. travel tips i don't know if your itinerary is already set it's not one, set well so one of them if you can make oh shit i just realized it doesn't make sense well, let's hear it anyway. So let's see. <laughs> well, after you go to Phoenix, go to Milwaukee. Okay. That's where you have to be to do this one. Okay. Uh, and just fart right in the middle of Deer District. 
just go right <laughs> in the middle and let out just a disgusting long fart and watch them clear out. Eat some real Midwestern real. Milwaukee cheesy oh, food. Oh, yeah. Some, yeah. Some Gouda, just like 10 pounds of Gouda and just rip ass. Yeah, I like that. I right, could well, fly to the Deer District for game four. On the company card? On the company card. Yeah, that's why we got the company card. Yeah. Just jet setting. All right, fly spirit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll find a group of uh, Milwaukee fans in Phoenix and just fart on them. It's right. annoying as shit. No problem. I can do that. Sweet. All right, you want to hear the other couple things I got for you? Let's hear it. Uh, offer uh, Mike Budenholzer a cigarette. Okay. He looks like okay. he needs one. Yeah, he always looks like he needs one. Just like, just stressed out, just eyes puffy. I know. no idea what's going on. Yeah. He, lo- he looks like he's not going to survive unless he gets a cigarette. As mm-hmm. soon as humanly possible. I can't imagine mm-hmm. he says no. But just so we have it on the record that he would say yes. Just he go would up to him. say yes. Yeah. Hey, you need a cig? <laughs> you look like you could use a cig. <laughs> yeah, he, he smoke it down in two seconds. So yeah. Puff the whole thing. <laughs> you see that one tweet that was like, um, Mike Budenholzer looks like he bet an amount of money that he doesn't have on a game that he doesn't quite understand. Yeah. That was pretty good. It's yeah, pretty it's like good. That. Yeah. He yeah. looks like what I'm going to look like if I keep doing what I'm doing. I feel like I see myself in the future. If I just sustain yeah. my 18 to 23 years through 50, mm-hmm. I'm going to look like him, but maybe yep. worse. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And he's, Something I don't know if it's the Milwaukee air or what, but he's aged 25 years in the past two years. I don't know if like, like in Atlanta, he didn't look this bad. And then like, it's like the, like the Obama picture where they show <laughs> Obama before president and Obama after president. And he looks 25 years older. The same thing happened to Budenholzer. I think it's cause he's dealing with Giannis. Yeah. I think it's like yeah. a kind of like a bratty kid. Dude, yeah. everything Giannis has said, I bless his heart. Like, he's not like an assholey guy. I know he's not trying to be an asshole, but everything he says pisses me off. Yeah. And he was like, I'm not Jordan. When they were like, oh, you guys both scored 40 points in back to back games in the playoffs or whatever. And he's like, I'm not Jordan. It was like, nobody was saying that. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for <laughs> clarifying. <laughs> Nobody said you're Jordan. Every time, every time Giannis takes 15 seconds at the free throw line, Budenholzer's pulling his hair out, aging like 20 years. Yeah, per second. Oh. It's like the M. Night Shyamalan movie. Go, go, it's go. coming out. Yeah. Every every second of Giannis at the free throw line ages Budenholzer 20 years. Yep. 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 It sucks the life out of him. Hey man, he's he's seen it all. He's done it all. Mm-hmm. Giannis. All right, uh, so fart on a Bucks fan, <laughs> offer Budenholzer a cigarette. Uh, don't stand under Cam Johnson. Okay, because he just will dunk on me. Avoid it. Yeah. Just if you see him reaching for something high above you, he will dunk just on me. Walk yeah. the other way. Yeah, yeah. Good Because I'm not going to be able to do this podcast anymore if you if you stand under Cam Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna mur- he's gonna murder you. Yeah, I think honestly, if that if that dunk that he had over PJ Tucker happened to me, it would have taken my head off. He came in at fifty miles an hour. Yeah, like my I would have just been clean decapitated. Yeah, they thought PJ Tucker is a meme because he looks stupid after it happened. Try looking dead. Yeah, because that's <laughs> what I would look like. Literally an emoji with X's over my eyes. After <laughs> Cam Johnson did that. Good, good call. Good call. I'll keep that in mind. All right. I only got one more for you. Okay. And I, this might be the hardest one yet. Uh, just steal one of Booker's cars. Just oh, yeah. In he the has like fifth, a million. He has a million. And yeah. there's that like, I'm sure it's like five minutes in real life time, but it's like 20 minutes in Twitter time of when you see the first picture of him rolling up in one of his sick cars, and mm-hmm. then you see him walking down the tunnel in between that time, just go in and snag one. Yeah, I think so. I think I could do that. 
I think I could do it. Or one of his cool, at least one of his cool throwback sun shirts. Yeah. Like just go into the locker room at halftime and find one of his throwback sun shirts. Yeah. Take LeBron's jersey. Take Le. Okay. Where would I get that? I don't know. Wait, he has them. <laughs> <laughs> trying to figure out this heist. Bro, I'm just, yeah, I'm big, big picture. Yeah. Okay. Just that's, I'll start with the shirt and then we'll move on to bigger and better things. Also, I could, I could steal his shirt, pretend I'm Devin Booker, go hang out with Kendall Jenner for a night. There Fuck you go. With the Jenners. Yeah. Yeah. You know how <laughs> the age old question, like how long could you stay on an NBA court in a professional game before they realize yeah. you're not an NBA player? How long can you dress up like Devin Booker in front of the Kardashians before they realize, realize that I'm not Devin Booker? <laughs> I'd say pretty quickly. Yeah. I'll do something with my hair. I'll, you talk fuck, up, like a... I'll fuck up my nose. <laughs> that far into the bit? Yeah. You're gonna I'll do anything far. for this. Yeah. Yeah. Like usual suspects. Yeah. Of yeah. Uh, trying to hook up with a Kardashian. All right, sweet. Well, you got your uh, plate full. Yeah, over there. I think I can do all those. I think I can do all those. All it's, right. uh, if if the Suns do win, and it ends up being like the celebration afterwards, I I'm not sure I can imagine something more fun and more electric. It than might downtown Phoenix after they just won the NBA championship. It's gonna be the purge. Yeah, I like know. it's literally going to be anarchy. I, I should do. I should bring some like body armor or something. Yeah, I'd say there's no laws after yeah. after they win. You could yeah. do anything. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> some some sick looking twenty two year old rolling tits off Molly is going to rip my hair out. <laughs> <laughs> out of out of excitement and joy. Yeah, out I of know. Friendship and. <laughs> <laughs> And support he's gonna yeah. rip your hair. Yeah. yeah, I see that. Oh, yeah, well, I'm so, expecting uh, some big stories from you next week. Yeah, well, and we have uh Jordan on the production crew, so um could maybe even get a little video content out of it. Oh shit. Yeah. All right, big big things coming. Yeah, I'm thinking go around, maybe try to interview some Suns fans. We can make a little fake press pass. Okay. Good call. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't think you even need one if you're just going up to people <laughs> in the crowd. <laughs> Dude, people, we being... people want to talk to me. I mean, they'll be rolling tits on Molly, so I'm sure they'll be very friendly. They'll be in Dude. a good mood. I'd say so, especially yeah. under a win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, how much would how much, much would drop the these tickets? These tickets <laughs> more than I feel comfortable saying on air that's for sure we could play a game we could play a game of you guess the number and we do lower higher can we do it like when i was trying to get our friend jim to tell me how much his signing bonus was and Uh i would just pick different objects and say if a beer if i'm gonna buy a beer at a bar for five dollars how many of that beer could you buy with the phoenix suns ticket yeah yeah let's play that game Really? But yeah. All right, all right, all right. I have, okay, so I'm deciding between X number of beers or a Phoenix Suns ticket. Okay, I am buying a PBR for one dollar. Okay. How many? <laughs> Thanks for taking the math out of the equation. Yeah, yeah. Would you rather buy two hundred PBRs? <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you gotta pump those numbers up <laughs> oh that much dude dude <laughs> i don't know, <laughs> I don't know. all right a thousand pbrs no okay you're fucking with me i'm not fucking with you <laughs> just go on stuff here let's play this game go on StubHub right now and just look okay and don't say the number just react in real time. Damn, this is such a flex. Wait, you're telling me this is on the company card? For like yeah. $45. We're in debt. <laughs> we're we're gonna... What a fun surprise. I'm yeah. going to the game. We're a bit in the red. Oh, there's only two That's tickets left at the lowest price. I should get those. Company card. 
All right. They're pretty expensive. Can I? They're not the cheapest ones. What are the cheap? What are the cheapest ones? I didn't buy them. I just had Carson buy them for me. So, like for free? No, no. Like, like a gift? No, no, no. You know, it is. It was my birthday. It's past week. If anyone out there listening wants, wants to, to buy you buy a my flame. ticket. Dude, you could get Atlanta to Phoenix pretty easily. How about the, I'll make it easy for the listeners. I'll pay for the plane ticket if you get my ticket to the game. You heard it here first. We could start a GoFundMe. That doesn't seem like a good cause. <laughs> <laughs> I feel uncomfortable asking people to do that. Well, here's what we can do. Here's what we can do. Let's. How about this? Let's pick the most insane parlay that we can think of. Put ten dollars on it. If it hits, you come. All right, I'm in. I'm okay. In. Okay. Well. All right. The, it's on Saturday. It's on Saturday. Parley needs to hit probably by Wednesday or Thursday. Okay. So, so I flight. have to pick a sporting event before. That's gonna hit. Before Wednesday or Thursday. Mm-hmm. Dude, if you would have gone. All right, Japan baseball. If you put $10 on Nigeria and um, Australia money line, who both beat the U.S., I bet you would have had enough money to buy a ticket. Okay, I'm I'm doing this. All right, $10. All right, here's my bet. Here's what's getting me there. Fuck, that is still not enough money. All right, I got to put 20 bucks on this. I'll throw in 20. I'll throw in 10. All right. On the company card. It almost gets me there. All right. So I have the Tokyo Yakut Swallows at okay. plus 113. Okay. The Oryx Buffaloes, I think spelled incorrectly. I don't yeah. think that's how you spell buffaloes. Okay. Hanshin Tigers. Hiroshima Toyo Carp. Saitama Seibo Lions. And the Fukuoka SoftBank Hawks. SoftBank has a team. I just put my, all my money on them. Mm-hmm. If I bet 20, I win 722. That's a pretty good subsidy. We could throw oh, there's just throw it all on the throw the rest of it on the National League tomorrow. Or the yeah, National League. Shohei's gonna be tired from tonight. <laughs> I know we're kidding, but if this parlay hits. <laughs> You're going. If I win $900 and I'm in Phoenix for this, God, now I have to now I have to lock this in, right? Yeah, lock it in. Should I though? But like what yeah. if? What if? Dude, what if? Then you're coming. I did it. I did it. Fuck yes. All right. You can stay in our you can sleep on the floor of our hotel free of charge. Damn, dude, this hit just a mad. It's only six things, and all five of them are favored. Quick mental math. That would like, be so insane if this is the one time we hit one of those crazy parlays that we make up, and we know yeah. nothing about anything because it's Tokyo baseball. If this hits, and we have this video, I could. I'm gonna be on Ellen by me. <laughs> I'm gonna be. Well, I'm gonna say no to Ellen because not Ellen. Yeah, because yeah. You know, no, no, Ellen. We're going to be declining, Ellen. Yeah. No, yeah. thank you, Ellen. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, catch me on Sports Center. <laughs> wow. All right. Oh, I'm so hyped. Dude, we're doing <laughs> What this. are these games? What is this? This is happening. <laughs> Japan baseball. 3 a.m. tonight, probably. Oh, I'm staying up all night. Dude, <laughs> or- Oryx Nippenham starts at midnight. That's the first leg. <sighs> You could just now wake, should up. I wake up tomorrow with nine hundred dollars. Oh, I'm now excited. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. All right, man. Well, have All fun right. in Phoenix. Next episode, be coming at you from Phoenix. And uh, boots on the ground. All right, fam. Peace. Peace and love. Today is gonna be the day that they're gonna throw it back to you. By now you should have somehow realized what you gotta do I 
don't believe that anybody feels the way I do about you now. Because maybe. Because maybe.